All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the MMA OB Daily Podcast, Monday, June 19th, 2023. I am your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be recapping UFC Vegas 75. We'll also talk a little bit about Bellator 297 and PFL 5. So quite a bit to talk about the recap show, Marcel. And then once we're in the recap in an hour, we're going to be previewing UFC Jacksonville, Emmett versus Topuria. I think it's a pretty good card. A little bit of a bout order switch up today. We'll talk about that in the next hour, but... Like I said, we're going to start with UFC Vegas 75. We'll do the recap here, guys. First off, Marcel, how's it going, man? How was your Yeah, weekend? man, all good, you know, all good. Pretty hot over here, but uh, all good. Um, also, good, a lot of MMA this weekend, you know. Uh, I had my dad's uh, birthday family came over. Your dad as well, by the way. Uh, late happy birthday to your dad. I appreciate that, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny that... Both of our dads are like uh, birthday back to back, you know, <laughs> back to back. Yeah, days. when you told me that, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, the same day? I can't. Was it the same day or the day after? I can't remember. Minus thirteenth. Okay, yeah, fourteenth through here. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that wild? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but I appreciate that, man. Thanks for saying that. It's also Father's Day, Marcel. My second Father's Day. Oh yeah. Um, sure. I got these new shirts for Father's Day, so that was awesome. Um, yeah, that was interesting. And anyways, we're gonna get into the card here, guys. We got a couple comments in the chat. Glenn's always here, man. Every Monday evening, Glenn, you're here. And it's, uh, what, five-hour difference in England or six? I can't remember. Five? It's six five, for him, five right? for so me. Oh, no, it's a five for him and six for me. Yeah, true. Five yeah, so it's me. 10 o'clock. So, Glenn, we appreciate you, man. Always tuning in late for you. Joe, what's up, brother? You're always here, man. Every Monday as well. We've got Knox here. What's up, man? Great weekend. I mean, it was pretty good. You know, it was Father's Day, like I said. So, got to see my daughter, which was good. Antoine, what's up, man? Glad to have you here as well. All right, guys. So, let's get into the preview here. UFC Vegas 75. Marcel, you know, this year hasn't been the greatest year for picks, but this was the best night I've had all year. You know? So let's give you some fucking credit here, guys. I was one pick away from a perfect card. I really was, Marcel. And that again, that's not counting the Argueta and, and, and Lawrence fight because I told you last week I was kind of on the fence about it. I picked Lawrence. Argueta got screwed. We'll talk about that in a sec. Still technically no contest. Marcel, I was running to that main event. I just needed Vittori for a perfect card, and he gets absolutely destroyed. So, wow. I mean, listen, I thought the fight would be competitive. I didn't think it'd be like a blowout either way, and it turned out to be. So let's just get into it. Um, it was a it was an epic beatdown, dude. I mean, Vittori's face got beat up so bad. He took so much damage in this fight, guys. Like, I'll be definitely looking to fade Vittori in his next fight. I don't think I'll be able to bet on him for a while now. He took way too much damage. And again, he did survive, Marcel. His chin didn't crack, but... It's going to break soon. He's it, just a human being. Yeah, it, it seems like he's got a blocked head, but he's a human being, man, and you can only take so much damage. And I think we've been seeing that for a few fights now that you look about it, you look at it, right? Like the Costa fight was a war. Then Whitaker really teed off on him. And then the Lise fight, I mean, that was kind of, I, I think, we kind of saw some decline, but he still won the fight, um, even though I didn't think so. And then this fight just, I mean, epic beatdown. Kanye clearly won the fight. I scored a 49-44, gave him 10-8 in round two and five. The second round, obviously, is a 10-8. I mean, you have to score that 10-8, guys. If you don't, then you don't know what a 10-8 round is because it is. The fifth round is a little bit more on the bubble, but I still think it was 10-8-2. I mean, the fight was a beatdown. Other than the first round, which Vittori won, he didn't win a second in that fight. Kanye landed 241 significant strikes, looked amazing. Yeah, man, I didn't expect a 39-year-old guy to go out there and have five rounds of cardio like that and just put it all together. He looked amazing, Marcel. Give me your thoughts on the fight, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I think Fatori started very well. You know, he tagged uh, Jared Cannonier, and uh, but 
alongside first round, I mean, Kananir was getting better in, in the exchanges as well, you know. Second round, clear 10-8 round, in my opinion, yeah. I think uh, everybody scored at the 10-8, pretty much everybody. Um, and for me, uh, Ken, it, it was surprising that Vittori uh, could take so much punishment. I know he's never been finished, but still, you know. Um, he's a person, right? not, he's, he's a human being. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kanania doesn't throw pillow punches, you know what I mean? Oh. So um, it's, uh, I, I didn't score the fifth round of 10-8. I think it was very close to be a 10-8. I scored that one at 10-9, but I I don't judge a 10-8 round. I think it's very possible, you know. So for me, it was like 49-45 I had it. Um, I mean, good good performance by Kanania, you know. I feel like it was a... It was a it's what he has to do, you have to do, you know, after you... Uh, the, it sucks for him, you know. It's the two guys, the three guys in front of him, one is fighting in another weight class, and the other two he lost, two he lost to, yeah. you know. So where he goes from here? And I, I want to talk about the the Alex Behunen, our friend, you know, who tweeted a piece of the uh, how do you say that of the post fight presser that uh, Jared didn't really like the question about him fighting Kamzat, you know. I mean. It wasn't a bad question, you know, but it's like people got really upset about it. It was so stupid, you know. I mean, who do you, who do, who do you want to see Jared fight next? You know, do you want to see a rematch against other side? Yeah, you can say yeah because that was a great fight. But who do, who tells me that the say that it doesn't happen the same thing as the first time? You know, because Adesanya is a way different fighter than Vittori. You know what I mean? So um, it's difficult. I think what I personally think is that. If Whitaker doesn't win against Drikas, I think he wins. But if he doesn't win against Drikas, you run that one back with Jared Cannonier. That's what I think, you know. I agree. That was, a that was a close fight. Whitaker won, mm -hmm. but it was a close fight, you know. Um, it was only three rounds. Like, I'd like yeah. to see a five-round fight for that. Because remember the third round? Cannonier yeah. was coming. And he had a broken arm in that fight. And Marcel, exactly. remember he, he, he came on strong in that fight, in that third round. Mm -hmm. This guy's career um, was insane. <laughs> yeah, so and you, you know, you know, I'm the biggest Whitaker fan, probably. You know, so, uh, but you know, I I agree. Cannonier can definitely beat him, so I, I feel like that would be a good fight. That's but the fight. then again, I think Whitaker beats Drickus. So, um, and we can do Drickus against Cannonier. I don't yep. I don't mind that either. So, yep. I mean, he can fight the pretty much the, the loser of that fight because we're not fighting Adesanya. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame that Pereira is not in the division anymore because, fuck, that would be a great fight, man. Pereira and, and, and Kananir. I would love to see that fight. But, yeah, Marcel, you know, for me, like, Kananir's had some big wins in his career, guys. Obviously, he's won a lot of bonuses. He's knocked some good guys out. Um, I think this was by far the best performance of his career. Like, to me, this is one of the best yeah, performances of the year, right? When you say, like, most complete. Really good. Yeah, it was great. I'm unexpected, to be honest. I think everybody, like... If if you ask one hundred people, I think ninety people would say super close fight, yeah. coin flip, pretty much, you know. Yeah. And Kennedy proved that he is the rightful number three in that division, and maybe even number yeah. two because still Pereira isn't in the division anymore. That's true. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, if he came back to the division, I, I Kennedy or Pereira would be a fucking awesome striking yeah. I would think. Although although Kennedy probably would take him down. One thing that did surprise you in this fight, because again, I, I picked Vittori, but looking back now, obviously a bad pick because. Kanier, much superior striker. We saw that, but I figured Vittori would push the wrestling more. He only yeah. got one. He only got one takedown. Marcel. He only attempted one takedown the whole fight. Kanier had four takedowns and attempted Crazy, six. Right? So it was the opposite. And yeah. Actually, at the I think at the at the post uh, the pre-fight press conference, someone had asked him about his wrestling, and he he would said like I I'm going to be the one who takes him down. And yeah. Vittori kind of laughed it off, right? Yeah. But he actually did do it. So 
Yeah, great performance by Kander. You know, Vittori, I know he went to he went to Extreme Couture for this camp. I mean, I don't think it was the it's not the right gym for him, clearly. He I mean, relocated he actually. He lives now in Las Vegas. Bro, he's not I mean, I know there's other gyms there. Like it just seemed like the wrong gym. And also, like, was it Dewey Cooper in his corner? Is that who was there? Was that yeah, who it was? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, he's a great coach, but man, how do you not throw the towel in? You have to in this fight. Like the amount of damage you took, guys, is life changing. I mean, this is this was a beatdown. Again, it was like all time in the UFC fourth most significant strikes landed in a single fight. And I think Max Holloway has like the first two or three of those. So for a middleweight, the amount of output was insane. I know a lot of people are like, they're accusing him of being on steroids or P, P, uh, EPO, PEDs, right? There's no proof of that, but it did surprise me how good his cardio was. Um, I saw someone talk about the scorecards. How, how did Sal Diamato give two rounds to Marvin Vittori? I mean, I don't really get it. Like, I don't get it, Marcel. Um, the fourth round, I mean, I I know, like, I looked at the striking stats, somehow it says Vittori landed him, I don't agree, I don't know, man. That's why sometimes the stats are a little, like, maybe he did, but, like, it was probably, like, a few more jabs compared to, like, 20 more punches to the head, you know what I mean? So, Bro, I, I have water here, I'm pretty sure Sal has boost during the fight, I mean. The guy's a goof, well, there's yeah. another bad scorecard we'll talk about earlier in the card. We'll yeah, on. but, I mean, how can you score fourth round for Marvin? No, man? you can't. This is, this is, this is, like, this is what, what we talked about before, you know. You see a fight where one guy is dominating the second round, clearly the third round. And then in the fourth round, you see a little bit less domination from the guy. And you think like, oh, the other guy is a little bit better in this round. You know, maybe we should give him that round, you know. It's super stupid, you know. It's like it doesn't yep. mean that one guy isn't as good or does isn't as dominant in the, in, the, in the second or third round and not as dominant in the fourth round that he doesn't win the fourth round. You know what I mean? It's like... Really weird. And I have another one for the co-main event I actually don't agree with, but go ahead. Yeah, anyways. Um, you you got to get some comments here. Let me get some ones about the fight, guys. Uh, here's a question. Does no contest get your money back? Yeah, you do. It's just like a push. It's called a push. It's like a draw. I think this loss might change with Tori. I agree. I, I agree. I mean, it's like Ferguson and Gates. The amount of damage you took in that fight. Jerry looked great, man. Victoria's yeah, yeah. corner pull him. Yes, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. What was the point of saying him for the fifth round? He was so far down the cards. What's he gonna knock out Cannonier? Come on. Fights a power punch next thing he dropped. I think he's gonna get knocked out in his next fight, probably. I he needs to take at least like a year off, probably Marcel. Like he should not fight again at least for the rest this year. Ugh. I always thought Victoria's striking was apart. Yeah, it's not great. Hermes's striking looked great against uh Chris Curtis though in that fight. I think he's got pretty good striking, a little underrated, but What's up, Patrick? Glad to have you here in the chat, my friend. I think uh, Jared didn't like the would you welcome Kamza to the division, implying he would fight Kamza just to fight. Yeah, I saw it. I saw the clip I, of... I think Alex kind of mean like if he fights Kamza he, and he wins... I don't think Alex is wrong de- about that. Yeah, yeah, and then they can't deny him a title shot. You know, I don't think he's that... wrong. Actually, I think that's a good fight to make, to be honest with you. Like, the winner yeah. should get a title shot, right? Yeah, the thing is, like... You guys got to see it like this. Kamsa does not rank that middleweight, but Kamsa yeah. is a huge name at this moment. Exactly. You know? So if he wins that fight, I mean, that's big, you know, and, and it doesn't matter he's not ranked at 185, you know. I mean, the, the, look what the UFC is doing with Sean Strickland, Abus Magomedov, Ikram Alaskarov against Paulo Costa. These guys, if the if those guys win against Strickland or the guy wins against Costa, they can be aligned for a title shot. Don't be look weird if that happens because they don't have anyone to fight Adesanya at this moment. Yeah, they, they are really hoping Drikus wins against Robert Whitaker. They're really hoping that so they can make that fight. But the UFC has just been stupid by booking that fight in July and making that September card in Sydney 
and already announcing Adesanya fighting yeah. the main event, the winner. You don't know what happens in that fight. If they were yeah. really smart, listen, man, I'm not for it. I think Whitaker deserves it more. But if they're really smart, they pulled that fight and they made Adesanya against Rikis in Australia, man. You know what I, I mean? I agree. But, but I'm, going to, I'm going to that card, so I hope they don't pull the fight now. Because <laughs> I'm you're going, going to the, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. You're going to you know, Las Vegas. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not, not the one in Sydney. Not like. Yeah. I know what you're saying. I'm selfish, though. I want to see the fight now. Because, <laughs> like, really, yeah. I agree with you. Bro. I understand. I understand. Whitaker broke Jerry's arm in the first. Yeah, yeah he, he almost came back and knocked him out in the third. It was crazy. Uh, very worried about the fight at the Leeds. Yeah, he's, he's Vittori. This is the kind of fight that, again, changes your career, guys. Um, yeah, he, I remember the fight with Kevin. I get it. I get it. Kevin Holland's much easier to take down. But, like, he did try to take him down. This fight, Marcel, one takedown attempt. He got it. But again, you know, to be fair, Jared, I mean, he, his takedown defense looked pretty good um, overall against the fence, and he's the one who took him down. So maybe he was just gonna, he was never going to take him down. Um, I, I can't I, remember. Did you pick Kane in your Marcel? Did you pick him? No, no, I picked Fedora. Ah, well. Fuck, like looking but, back, I just wish we had picked him because he really had such a significant striking advantage, man. He really did. Like, I guess I that know, I, I thought the, the I thought Vittori would use the grappling more, man. I really did. Go ahead, go ahead. I really feel like this is like. And that's done super stupid because Cannonier fights fighting for such a long time. But that feels like a real coming out party for Cannonier. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because he's fighting for a long time. Yeah. But we haven't seen him this good, in my opinion, in the, in the octagon. You know, he, he's yeah. always been good and decent at, at middleweight, you know. But we never saw him like this, in my opinion, you know. And I think this is a real real good fight for him and i think more people respect him now you know people are always like kind of looking past him you know but i don't think that happens anymore you know this is really a good uh, really a good win this agreed somebody shaved this going out of dobby with with hamza no I don't, I don't think so i don't think so anyways um yeah you know it's crazy like during the fight right because again i had all the picks right i was talking yeah. about the fight and he's like dude we were both talking about the fight before and i'm like i do like Vittori here but as the as we got to the last fight marcel i was like man the odds of me getting this pick right seem slim because it's so hard to get a perfect card. As stupid as that sounds, right? Like, I understand every fight is its own event, it's its own entity. I get that. But, like, just just knowing how many cards I've picked through the years, I think I have, like, one or two perfect cards. It's almost mm – -hmm. it's so hard to get a perfect card, Marcel, as you know. Like, to get every fight right is so hard. And, and you have to have some luck. Like, you have to have some no contest or some shitty judging decision going your favor. Like, it happens, right? Um, but I just had that small bit of doubt at the end. Um, but you know, I, I again the instinct came in, but it kicked it too late. I wish I had said this on the podcast last week, but man, seriously, what a great, great performance by Ken here. I mean, remember when uh, I remember when uh, when I was at MMA DNA, Michael Duarte had like a 13 and 0 card, and it was International Fight Week, and he yeah. was one of the only people picking um, Chance Rancounter over Ismail Nurdiev back nice then. Nice pick, you know? that's a crazy pick, yeah. I wouldn't have picked and that's that. what. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's what makes a difference, you know, in, in those kind of cards. Because you always have one or two fights on a card that the ghost not that you expect normally, you know. And uh, Adam is listening to a ghost. But, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I heard something like, uh, it's okay. Okay. Anyways, um, get some comments. Fizzy of camera, I, I don't know. They've agreed to it on Twitter. I hope they, that fight happens. I think Imovov would beat Victorian Canyon. I don't think he beats Canyon here, dude. I think Canyon destroys him. I think Canyon beats everyone does except for Imovov does stuff to cardio. Yeah. How good is Strickland? I don't think he got robbed against Canyon, but Strickland's fucking good. He's so underrated, yeah. man. People just look at him as a goof, like an idiot, like because of his opinions and stuff. He's a good he's actually smart. He's, he's smart, he's actually, by doing that. He's a good By the way, 
he uploaded uh, or he planned a Q&A like four hours ago on his channel on YouTube, but they took it, he took it down. I wonder what's happened. <laughs> they can't get monetized because I was swearing. I think maybe that has something to do with it. Anyways, um, let's, you're, you're good with that? Let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Yeah, for um, sure, man. And the, by the way, that one fight of the night, obviously. I mean, right now, it's even though it was kind of one-sided, it's still it was still a good fight. There's no doubt about mm -hmm. it, you know? Um, but yeah, I, th I think it's probably one of the better fights of the year so far. Anyways, uh, we'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. Co-main event, Armin Saryukian defeats Joaquin Silva. I mean, I, I said grounded pound TKO. It's what happened. But I thought first, second round, maybe. I didn't think late third. Second like, round, yeah. I didn't think it'd be a struggle to get it late, uh, late in this fight. Uh, Joaquin Silva, I thought he looked better than I expected, Marcel. I really did. I mean, I didn't expect him to light up Saryukian on the feet, especially in the second round. He rocked him. Armin's striking defense looked pretty bad in this fight, man. Let's just be realistic, dude. He got rocked a lot. His head movement was was poor. Um, the grappling saved him. But we knew that. We knew his grappling is elite. Um, and the ground and pound, that's exactly what I called it. I told you guys, he would take him and beat the shit out of him. He did. Just took him three rounds to do it. Um, I still think Armin's one of the best guys in the world. I don't think this is his best performance by by any means. I do think this, that Silva's a little bit underrated, you know, because he's not ranked and He's been in the UFC a long time, though. People like we talked about it last week. People don't really give him the credit he, he, he deserves. Um, but it's still a fight Armin needs to win. He had to finish, like he talked about. Because if he didn't, people would be like, "Ah, oh, he couldn't finish this guy. He's unranked." Got the finish, brutal fashion. Just, I think, I think he struggled a little bit, especially in that second round with the striking. So to me, it's like he's got to get back to work on the striking defense. It's not necessarily his striking. His striking looked decent, but the defense is not. It's not great. And honestly, man. There's just levels to this game, as we know. So Armin's great, but would he he call he's calling out Islam for the rematch? The first fight was competitive. There's no doubt. Like remember, and that was his first fight in the UFC, right? But I I couldn't pick him if he fought him in the rematch. There's no way I could pick against Islam. Um, I I I, I do think the next fight to make is Darius. I think that's the fight. Darius says he wants to get back in there. He doesn't have an opponent. He's he's ranked highly coming off a loss now. I think he's going to have to take a fight like this. I would. I would actually favor Armand in that fight. Um, I just want to see how he does, you know, on the feet again, because I don't think this is his best performance on the feet. Anyways, I know you have some strong thoughts, man. I'll let you take the floor. You can go ahead. I tell you this, man. If he fights Michael Chandler, Michael Chandler doesn't get the chance to, to rock him like this, you know, because Armand clearly underestimated Joaquin Silva's stand-up game. I thought he could strike with him just because without really defending. Yep. And he didn't talk he didn't talk too much about jo uh, of Joaquin Silva, you know. He was toying with him in the first round, you know, he was just grappling, was laying on him, was trying to get position, didn't do too much, won the first round. Second round, and I still think besides that punch, Sarukian beat him in the second round, dude. I still think beside that punch, you know, and people uh, I don't think you can score around 10-9 for a Silva by landing one punch. Wasn't even a knockdown. Was just staggering, you know. And he would he took him down. So that's not a knockdown. It's it's definitely a tagging. He tagged him, you know. Clearly rocked yep. him. Yep. Not not yep. a knockdown. Um, third sure. round, he he took him he took he took him down and he finished him uh, viciously. So the thing is here, like people are like, oh. If, if Silva can rock him, then these other guys can definitely... Of course, but they won't get that chance. He's not going to strike like an idiot with Michael Chandler. He's not going to strike like an idiot with Justin Gaethje. You know what I mean? That's not going to happen, you know? Um, yep. That's why I think, listen, if he fights Islam, it would be a fun fight. But Islam is very good on the ground, you know, as we all know. So that's a difficult fight for him. He says Charles Oliveira is the easiest fight for me in the division. That's a little bit rough, you know, I think. But 
he's going to grapple Charles Oliveira if they fight, you know. And Charles Oliveira has been submitted before. Um, Chandler, he's going to grapple him. Chandler is a good wrestler, don't get me wrong, but he's going to grapple him. Darius, that's actually a fun fight, you know, because Darius is also very good in grappling, you know. I, I'd, I'd love to see that fight. Uh, and I think it and might I'm take kinda, place with too. I think it could play, yeah. be striking in that fight. Go ahead. Well, I'm kind of surprised with, like, I, I think you saw my tweet. I'm kind of surprised with the narrative about people like, oh, he got exposed. No, he didn't get exposed. He underestimated Silva striking, went with him in his striking, and he got rocked, and he almost paid for it, you know? Yeah. He almost paid for it, but he didn't. He he he, he is a smart fighter. Nor, he went for he that takedown right away, yeah, too, eh? right yeah. away, you know? So yeah. there you see his fight IQ. I think... I think he did. He, he didn't do himself a favor by by fighting this way, you know. But still, a good win, you know. Third round finish, and people forgetting Jorkin Silva has knockout power, you know. And I think Arma forgot that as well at the second. But um, yeah, it's a win. Uh, and, and also take in mind, Arma take this fight. He has nothing to win from this fight, you know. He was uh, to he said to the press, "I expect you guys to put me in top five after a win here." It's not going to happen, you know. Silva's not ranked, you know. He's yep. going to be at the same place where he is now, maybe one position higher if they really like him. But you know, nothing to gain from this fight. It's just like getting a paycheck and getting he had a double to fight paycheck. Someone. Yeah, he had to fight yeah. someone. That's it. You're right. He's ranked eight. I mean, he did lose to Gamera technically. I thought he beat him, to be honest with you, last year, but on paper, it's a loss. So he's ranked number eight. You can't move him up anywhere um, at the moment. But again, I think he's. I think he earned a top five guy again. And I, I hope, I think Darius will sign off and fight him. I, I think that's going to be the fight. Um, which uh, it looks I, like the one that makes sense, unless Chandler does the fight because Connor. But, I don't know if that fight's happening. I've talked about this. Game. You know what's fun, man? People are like, he got already his chance against Gambrot and he lost the split decision. That's like, was what's so the fight? Close. It wasn't yeah, a split. It was, it was easily unanimous, got, but... I, was it, was he... It, okay. Yeah. Uh, he could have won that fight. I thought yeah. he won that fight. You know, there was uh, a knockdown that the judges didn't count for some reason in that fight. Um, yeah, it's all 48-47 scorecards. But again, you know, Sal Diamond and Chris Lee are two of the scorecards. So, like, they don't even count. Um, all right, it gets, <laughs> it's got some other questions here. Uh, comments, I mean, Patrick. Oh, well, there you go, Marcel. He, he wasn't impressed. Patrick didn't like the performance. Striking defense was abysmal. Couldn't see him fighting a level striker at poor ACC with keeping the ground 90%. Well, that's what he's going to try to do, obviously. Take, take in mind, he's not going to fight a Poirier, a Chandler, a Gaethje like he, he fought a Joaquin Silva. He thought this would be an, a really easy matchup for him and that he took take him out early, you know? Yeah, and, and he, he couldn't. <laughs> he, he strike way too much with him than he should on the, on the feet, you know? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just saying, Marcel, like, Joaquin Silva's not a great fighter, man. Like, Ricky Glenn knocked out, like, what, He's not great, I, I, dude. I think Nasrallah did as well, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, he's obviously got some power, though, right? And yeah. we talk about all the time, puncher's chance, right? Like, of it's course, a real it's thing. Always it's, there. it's a fight. It's a fucking fight, right? So you never know. It's always But obviously, there. he was more skilled in the ground. I think Armin's ego contributed. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, yeah. I, he should have went for takedowns, like, all day. But once he got rocked, it was all on the ground after that. Like, it wasn't, yeah. Uh, at least people won't be ducking as much. It's true. Armin applies the interview with the Shmo, used to ragdoll Dustin Sparring. That was when Dustin was getting for Habib. That's what he says, I guess. I mean, we weren't there, but I, I could see that happening. I think Dustin's really improved, though. I think RMC uh, is lost. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you can get better from this. Um, Arm is really going to take deep takedowns off leg kicks. Yes, that's true, actually, with Gaethje. That'd be interesting because obviously he's a kicker. Fight talk, what's up, man? How's it going? Glad to uh, have you here, man. Appreciate you uh, doing the artwork again, my friend. 
Um, yeah, I'm just trying to get some comments, guys, but we got to keep going because we have a lot more fights to cover. We got this one here. People need to keep in mind he gave is on three tough rounds. I agree. I agree. He's good. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. But we're just saying, like, this wasn't his best performance. That's all I'm saying, anyways. I don't know what, what other people are thinking. I don't think he got exposed, per se, but I think he's got stuff to work on. We saw it in this I'm, fight. Go ahead. I know why people are upset because he called out Chandler. He called out Oliveira. And people love Chandler, Oliveira, Poirier, these kind of guys, you know, and yeah. I like them as well a lot. But the thing is, like, if he doesn't say shit, they won't fight him, you know? Uh, you see now, he doesn't get a guy who is like, uh, he doesn't even get a ranked guy, you know? He went from Damir Ismagulov to to Joaquin Silva, you know, because Joaquin Silva is the only one who, who accepted the fight. Uh, he doesn't even get a ranked guy. So, I mean, what what do you guys want him to do, you know? You're right. All right. Um, go to the next, next fight here. Armin Petrosian called him Marcel underdog pick, and he did exactly what I thought. Much superior striker, and not only that, but I think his grappling looked better. Christian Lever Duncan had a bad fight. He was trying to be like Michael Page for some reason, just stand there and win on style points. I am so glad the judges didn't get fooled by his antics. Man. I really am. Like Petrosian clearly outstruck him. Um, I think all three rounds, personally. The last round, two of the judges gave to, to Duncan. I didn't see it that way, but it didn't matter because he already had banked two rounds. He looked great. The fact he was like plus 140 underdog is, is pretty crazy because he pretty much dominated the fight, man. He won almost every round, in my opinion, anyways. Um, I think Duncan could be good, but just got to be way more aggressive. Just There was no aggressiveness from him in this fight. It was kind of a weird performance. Um, he had such a huge reach advantage, just couldn't use it, you know? Trojan's a good fighter, man. He's underrated, you know? Look at him now, 3-1 in the UFC. He's got some good wins. Gregory Rodriguez, good prospect here in Duncan. He's an underrated guy, man. He's going to struggle against really pure grapplers, but remember, this dude's only been doing wrestling for like three years, guys. He was a pure striker before that. So he's definitely a good MMA fighter. He's improving. I, I think he's a good fighter. I liked him on Contender. I've liked him since he's gotten the UFC. Uh, and I like his performance here, man. I thought it was a really clean performance. What do you think? He definitely clearly won. He looked really good. I, I feel like um, Duncan was trying to be flashy and Petrosian was trying to be business. You know what I mean? Just technical. And yeah, just. He, he wasn't showboating at all. He was just picking his punches and being like really technical. And he looked good. I got to say, man, um, I'm not as high as you are on him. You know, that's also why I'm picking the yep. pick Duncan. But uh, I just got some good wins. I still think the Rodriguez one, I didn't agree with that. Although I picked him in that fight, I didn't agree with that one. The Dobson one was good. You know, it was solid. And this one was good as well. You know, I think this this might be his best, his best win so far in the UFC, in my opinion. Yep. Uh Duncan did one. I think he, he, he almost like uh, he in the third round he hit him good with something, but that was a flash moment. And then Armin, I think, took it to the ground even. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, good win for him. I, I didn't expect it. So good pick by you, man. And uh, yeah, uh, Dun Duncan really, uh, really didn't impress. You know, he's like he got so much high behind his name. And he didn't impress. And the first fight of his was against Todorovic. Todorovic got injured in that fight, so it was really hard to tell how or what, uh, how how it would go. But he didn't look good, man, in this fight. You know, Petrosian uh, clearly won the fight, did very well. So uh, yeah, good for him, man. Good for him. Just checking, like I, I've got all four of his fights right in the UFC. Now, granted, the Rodriguez fight I thought could have went either way, but I've got all his fights right, man. So I have a good read on this dude, and, and I'm looking forward to see what's next for him again. 
fights a grappler like a Brendan Allen or something, he's going to be in trouble. But if he fights a striker, he, he can win those fights. He's a good striker, and his and his wrestling's improving. So I like what I see from him. Let's get some comments here, guys. Um, Christian I'm Duncan looks like LeBron James. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, the fighting style was like MVP, though, and it didn't look good. What do you say? What would you favor in a fight, Armand Petrosian against Chris Curtis? Armand. I would favor him in that fight. Yeah. Honestly, I really would because Chris is purely hands. Armand can mix it up. He can mix up the kick. His kicking game is really nice, dude. And he puts together combinations. Like, he'll go one, two, kick. You know, like a one, two, kick. Move around. Another kick. Uh, push the guy against the fence. Go for a takedown. I think he mixes up really well. Again, Marcel, he's only been doing MMA for like three years, dude. So mm-hmm. I, I liked what I saw. That's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Inexperience, right? Dude, I talked about this last week. Everyone's just looking at the eight fights Duncan had them in as a pro. But he had like, what, 20 fights as an amateur. He had a lot of experience. More than MMA when you think about it. Um, I think Duncan's going to win more fights in the UFC. He's a good fighter. This is a good learning lesson for him, right? But you can't just go out there and showboat. You actually have to throw strikes, you know? I'm just glad, Marcel, the judges didn't get fooled because I saw some people on Twitter saying 10-9 Duncan in the first round. I'm like, what the fuck are you guys <laughs> watching? Like, what are you watching? Like, that's just because the guy's more flashy does not mean he's winning the round. Like, pay attention. Like, Trojan almost doubled him up in strikes. Anyways, um couple of our comments here. <clears throat> Experience lead low. I mean, I agree with that, right? Four fights in the UFC to, to one. And the one fight was, uh, you know, the guy getting injured with Dusko, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's a shame that fight didn't play out when you think about of it. Course, it really is. We didn't learn anything about the guy. So, Armin and Pfeiffer or Barrio. Um, I, I think, actually, Barrio would be a great fight. I like to see Armin and Barrio. Pfeiffer, I don't I don't think so, personally, but Barrio would be good. If they do Pfeiffer, they could. But just saying, I'd like to see the Barrio fight. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Chris, what's up, man? What's up, boys? Teacher Evan Cowley. Finally, in the summer break, able to catch you guys live again. Great picks last week, Adam. Keep the good work, boys. Thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate that, dude. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, the picks have been much better for me lately, man. I've, I've just kind of changed my uh, process a little bit more so. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it, it, it's another good week, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Watch me go like 0-14 oh, oh, or whatever. I'm just kidding. It won't happen. It'll be another good week. I promise you. But we'll see it for the next podcast in about 25 minutes. Couple of other uh, fights here. Obviously, in the main card, we had Pat Sabatini defeating Lucas Almeida. So I picked Pat. I, did you pick Almeida, Marcel? I can't remember now. Let's not talk about it. Yes. So the thing <laughs> is, I picked Pat because of the wrestling, obviously. But at the weigh-in, dude, dude, he looks so much bigger at the weigh-in. And, and Almeida, I was like really worried. I was like, okay, if I'm going to lose one in the main card, it's going to be this one probably. But again, the center of gravity, right? Like he was able to get down, take the guy down. Lucas Almeida, again, where do you get his black belt from? Because he couldn't defend anything on the ground. Sabatini, obviously, a black belt, but a, like a much higher degree black belt, and the, the submission was there. Didn't get a bonus. I think he could have, potentially. Um, it was sure a really easy – yeah, it was an easy win for him. He looked great. Um, improves to 5-1 in the UFC. Really good fighter, obviously. Almeida's got to get back to uh, the, the playbook because the the, the the ground game was just horrendous by him. I mean, we know he's got good striking, right? But the ground game got exposed bad in this fight. Um, anyways, Mark, I thought Sabatini looked great. What did you think? It's almost like he got punished because it looked so easy that he didn't get a bonus, you know. Um, man, he looked good, you know. Or Almeida had an off day, I don't know. But Sabatini looked really good, you know. Um, after that loss against Damon Jackson, you know, comes back and you you do it like that. That's really impressive to me. And yeah. I, was, I, I was high on Lucas Almeida, you know. I really liked him. Uh, he had a fun fight against uh, Daniel Zellhuber, I think, in the, in the contender series. Yeah? And... Uh, then he had the Trezano win, which was the fight of the night, which was amazing. 
and uh, had very bad luck with booking bookings that uh, didn't uh, went through that that fall through finally back in the octagon i was high on him man and i still think he's a solid fighter but man the takedown defense was bad and sabatini looked really really good so um yeah props to sabatini here man i think he definitely deserved the bonus he looked great um go to the next fight here uh man manuel torres my guy marcel just a vicious knockout with the elbow so Mono was looking pretty good actually the first couple of minutes, like or first minute I should say. He looked pretty good, had some good strikes. I think he even like rocked towards really early in the fight, but then that step in elbow man was just the thing of beauty. Good's a bonus, obviously. One of the best knockouts of the year. One of the best elbow knockouts you'll probably ever see. Really like Manuel Torres, man. Two and only UFC with two two straight knockouts in the first round. Crazy power. Huge guys for the division too. Um definitely gonna be in that Mexico card. I talked about on Twitter. I mean, I think Jim Miller's a great fight. I don't people are like Oh, he's gonna kill Jim's gonna get killed in this fight. Jim is a veteran who will fight anyone. And remember, Jim actually fought Moda. Um, and Jim was a huge underdog in that fight and won that fight. Um, you know, it's not like Torres was a massive favorite against Moda, he was a small favorite and he won. Just saying, like, I don't think it's as crazy as people were saying. Um, he's gonna fight a veteran, I think, next. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, on that card, it doesn't have to be Miller, but someone like Dober would be great too. I understand that Dober, I don't know if he's ranked right now, but he's just like outside that top 15. But still, I think it'd be a good fight. I just want to see good fights. That would be a fun fight. I would like to see that fight. Um, guys like that. So bottom of the top 15 or someone in that 15-25 range. I think he's earned it, man. I think this guy's really, really legit. So what do you think, man? I think they definitely put it on. We'll put him on that uh, September 16 card. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's solid, you know. Uh, I got to say, Mota didn't start bad, you know. Um but man, that elbow, what the hell, you know? Uh, Bro, that was, super, I jumped off the couch. It was crazy, dude. Fucking yeah, crazy super vicious elbow. Uh, Mota didn't move for, for a good amount of seconds there, you know? Um, yeah, back-to-back -back, uh, performance bonuses for Torres as well. Very good. Um, yeah, he needs to step up in competition, clearly, you know? Um, man, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's fucking lightweight, so I mean... You can pretty much put anything, anybody against him. You know, you can, you can try to. Uh, how do you say that? To hype him up a little bit, give him a veteran maybe. Uh, Jim Miller is good. I would say Vince Michelle makes sense as well. Um, maybe, I mean, if you want to test his grappling, I would say Mark Madsen maybe. But yeah, that that's a tricky one. You know, you don't know how good his grappling is against a guy like Mark Madsen. So um, yeah. Why not? I'll give him Clay Guida, you know. He's been submitted a couple times in the past in Mexico. I couldn't understand you, man. Camacho and Namura. Maybe they will try to test him out, but it is because it's that card. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, so? for me, you're lacking. I don't know if it's me or it's you, but I, I barely understand you. I apologize. I don't know what's going on here. Maybe... uh. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I can hear you fine, but uh, okay. you guys let me know in the chat. Can you guys hear me, or is there an issue here? I think it might be me, too, because I'm seeing a... Uh... Okay, Marcel, you talk. You talk. Go to the next fight, okay? okay? Go to yeah. uh, Dolby and Salikov. I picked this one, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dolby and Salikov. I mean, um, I think Salikov started well, you know, in the fight. I think he started really well. He, he was fighting his, his fight until Dolby landed that head kick late in the first round and uh, it completely changed the momentum in the fight you know and from that moment dolby looked better uh even 
he, he took him down. You know, we know Salikov is more of a striker than a grappler. He took him down. He controlled him there. But even in the standout, with the, in the clinch game, Dolby was better at a certain moment. Clearly won the second or third round. I think even he got two two from two judges. He got the first round. He stole that round pretty much in the last 30 seconds, I guess. Um, yeah, good win for Dolby. And fun that he uh, that he was talking about uh, Martin Kampmann. That he was like, uh, now I'm actually the most successful Danish fighter with the most wins as a professional fighter out of Denmark, because uh, I I surpassed Martin Kampmann, and he was really really proud of that. So it's cool for him. Um, yeah, fun. Uh, or, or not, not? I don't think it was super fun, but it was a good fight, you know. And uh, yeah, good for Dalby. It's for the first time I think he has a three fight win streak in the UFC, and uh, yeah, I'd love to see what's next for him, you know. Where's going on here? I got caught in lag. I don't know what the fuck's going on here, guys. I apologize. <laughs> can you even hear me, Marcel? Yeah, now I can. Now I can. Oh, you good? Okay. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I really apologize. I don't know what happened here. Anyways, um, you notice Muslim and Pavlich have similar stances. I didn't really notice that, uh, but possibly. Moda? Yeah, I think Moda probably gets cut, but they still have one more you know, fight where they're going to pay him, like, what, 12000 So they'll probably keep him around. Yeah, Dolby looked good, Marcel. One in four of his last five. He wants to fight on that card in November, um, 30th anniversary card. I think it'd be, he said his 30th pro fight. Uh, makes sense. He's going to turn 39 as well in November. So it just makes sense. So Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah, I think it makes sense. There's probably a lot of fights he can you know have in that division. He's been around for a while. He's a pretty good fighter. He's improving at, at an older age as well. So it's nice to see. All right. Um, Next fight, Marcel. I mean, this fight was Jimmy Flick should not be in the UFC. He 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 is he is not good, man. I, I'm sorry, but he's not like he can't defend strikes. He he's a submission or bust guy in the first round. Just not a great fighter. And Costa just destroyed him in this fight. The leg was just destroyed after the first round. Then obviously ground pound finish. What do you think of Costa? He went bonus, Marcel. What do you think of his performance? I like Costa a lot, man. He's like from the same team as uh, Diego Lopez, right? Um, he was on his corner as well. Um, yeah, really good fighter, you know. Uh, he came to UFC against Amir Basi short notice, uh, lost that fight third round, but still, you know, he he didn't do bad in that fight, and you know, we know, know where Albasi is now. Um, he completely dominated Flick, man. Let's be honest, you know, he completely dominated them. It was already pretty much over after the first round, Flick could barely stand on his legs. Uh, then he t- he pretty much went to the ground, and I was like, fucking stand up, dude, because Flick could barely stand anymore. And uh, but he finished it on the ground with some vicious elbows, so yeah, good for good for Costa. Uh, first one in the UFC, I think he's a fun prospect, I'd like to see more of him. I like him a lot, man. Who's who's next for him? Do you think? Do you think he gets a rank guy? Do you think he fights someone in the top fifteen at, at uh, flyweight? How about him versus Suba Darji? Would you like to see that fight? Yeah, why not? You know, why not? You can you can definitely do that. Um, there are also some fun guys outside of the rankings still in at one twenty five. But yeah, Suba Darji is a, is a possibility. I would David Dvorak, someone like that. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some fun fights for him. There's no doubt about it. All right. Um, Kongo Kamarsal, another underdog pick here, man. He looked great. He looked great. Uh, Christian Kunoz, again, you know, padded record a bit, guys. Uh, you got to really watch for that. And the next guy, too, will talk in the next fight. But Kong, man, all the experience. Ten fights in the UFC now. He's just so underrated, man. I, I really think he's super underrated. Um, actually, more than ten fights. Sorry. He's got uh, eight, sorry, eight, three, and one. So it was his 12th fight in the UFC. He's underrated. He's won five of his last six fights. His striking is getting better, which I talked about. His grappling's really good. He's a good fighter. And this division's 
just ridiculous when you have a guy like this that no one even thinks about, and he's still a good, solid veteran. So I thought you looked great. What'd you think, man? Yeah, I, I tell you, man. For me, it was like a. a, a a, a 50-50 pick uh, before the fight, you know. I thought uh, either Kang could do uh, well with his, with his ground game, you know. I think he's really solid. And I thought Kinonas could possibly knock him out, you know. Um, I think Kinona started okay, you know, but Kang took over, or took over, Kang, I should say, took over. And um, he tagged him, man. And after that, he come again, got a full mount, uh, and then after that, he tapped him out with a rear naked choke. And that, dude, talking about a fucking deep rear naked choke, dude. I had the feeling like he almost was popping his head off, man, so hard that the rear naked choke. Man. And then, like we said, man, Kang is, is an underrated guy, you know. If you look at the Bantamweight division, he's been there for a long time, you know, and he doesn't get the credits he deserves. And I, again, didn't give him the credits he deserved because I picked Kinones. But still, I, I respect the dude a lot. I think he's a good fighter. And uh, he's been showing that through his UFC career, you know. I mean, you you cannot be like eight and three in the bantamweight division in the ufc if you're not good you know what i mean yeah he's solid he's underrated i'm telling you man he's a good fighter um curious to see what they do with him next he said he wants to find the singapore card i think so or sydney so both those cards make a lot of sense uh going to the next fight here a lot to talk about this fight marcel carlos hernandez defeats Demi bonder by decision first off we talked about bonder right the the records padded marcel like we're looking through the record like who are these guys that he even beat he got exposed in this fight again um, not a great fighter. Hernandez looked great. Best performance by him. He's underrated, man. He's an underrated guy. He's a good fighter. He got robbed, I think, of a knockout win, though, in my opinion. He, oh, by the way, I thought Kong, by the way, Marcel, I thought he could have got a bonus, too. I think yeah. Kong, I was a little surprised he didn't. Um, and Hernandez, I think, had he got that knockout, had it counted, he might have got the bonus, too, because it was so vicious. So, anyways, obviously he was going to win the fight. Uh, there's a few things to talk about this fight. Bondor also landed an illegal knee. We forgot to talk about Marcel. He, he uh, That was clear illegal knee. And then Jaron Vallow, the referee, doesn't take a point. How do you not take a point there? That's about as blatant as it gets. That's a point deduction, man. Um, the referee fucked up there. So, and I, you, know, you know I don't like this ref. Like, I've talked about him many times. He's Canadian. I don't care. He's not He's not a good ref. Um, end of the fight, you know, the damage that was inflicted after the, the slam where he was already knocked out laying ground and pound elbows it's just brutal like no one needs it doesn't have to happen like the ref's there to stop the fight so you let him take like 10 extra punches or elbows and then on top of that goes to replay for this you know the he- clash of heads granted they did on the throw but like we've seen that happen before and they haven't really did that so a little surprised by that kind of feeling that i got robbed of a tko win he still got the win thankfully because he deserved it i just think the ref did a really shit job in this fight personally what do you think man this fucking dumb fuck idiot. He's like, uh, he's standing over the fighter while he gets knocked. He sees the clash of heads. He sees yep. it, you know? Yep. Yep. And he stands staring at him like, oh, he gets uh, popped in the head with the elbow like seven times back to back while he was already out. And he's standing there like, yeah, if he dies, he dies, you know? And then he finally steps <laughs> in, you know? And it's like, and then you see him uh, to to the how do you say that to the other officiation officials? You see him doing this, you know, like they clash hats against each other, like this. <laughs> I was like, dude, why didn't you stop that when you saw that? You know, what what the hell? You're an idiot, you know. And I don't care if you look, you're an idiot, Jerome for Jerome Valel. Um, it's not the first time with him, you know. It's always something with him, you know. He he fucks up stuff. Yep, and. This was bad, you know. Really, you can take off a, a certain amount of years of a career from a fighter by 
this kind of damage uh, Hernandez did to Bondar. You know, this was really bad. Um, yep. Seven yep. or eight, I think seven strikes with elbows unanswered. Dude was out from the, from the clash of hats. Um, just hell stupid. I, I'm not even I'm not even mad about the decision going to the, to to a technical decision. I'm mad about this referee by not stopping the fight when he had to stop the fight. You know, um, yep. thank God Hernandez got the win because he clearly deserved the win. Um, but dude, get that fucking Jaron Vallel out of MMA officiating, man. And same goes for Chris Toyoni, although he didn't do anything bad uh, last or uh, on Saturday. But always something with these guys, you know? And it's like, listen, if a referee does well, I'll say it as well, you know? But it's like we're always, like, talking about these same referees who are doing stupid stuff, you know? It's like, it's just annoying. I agree. I agree. Anything else you want to say about, about Valo or? About Valo? Yeah, fuck off. Okay, let me get some comments because I see some people <laughs> in the chat. Her being claimed to soldier first, nowhere near terrible official. Yeah, I mean, even he's the replay official. How's the love of refing this level so many years? I hope they keep in Tyone the Apex. Why, why, why are those poor fighters the Apex? These guys shouldn't be in the UFC. Uh, Valel's not UFC caliber ref. How much longer these shit show ref forces going answered? Forever, because there's always people on Twitter defending them, saying, they don't make much money. Leave the refs alone. Leave them alone. They they have feelings. These guys are going to get people <laughs> fucking killed, man. He's not a good ref, Joe, at all. He's terrible. And the slam no, that, was great. The guy got that, robbed of a knockout that, win. That's, that's what's wrong in this world, man. Fuck your feelings. No. <laughs> That's yeah, we'll the, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, anyways, uh, two more or three more fights left. Uh, Trey's up late and defeats Gabriel, Gabriel Fernandez. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought this is exactly what I, this was an easy fight to pick. This was the easiest fight in the card to pick, in my opinion. The the, the grappling is you know the, the levels were so far apart. I will give Fernandez credit, man. She came out like a battle held that third round, third round yeah. and she was teeing off. Bladed, you know, really toughed it out there. So credit to her. But wow, that was crazy. Also, listen, I, I actually, I don't, okay, I know most people hate Bloody Elbow. I, I have a good relationship with the guys that work there. Um, they were the only outlet that scored this fight for Fernandez 29-28. I just don't see that at all. And they got they got trolled hard. Or not trolled, they got trashed. Pretty yeah. much. Can, I could see, to be honest, even though the third round, Blade ended up on top and landed more strikes, I could see you giving her that round. But, like, how would you give it to the other two? I don't really see that, you know? Any quick thoughts on this fight, man? I think first two rounds were clear for for uh, Bleda. Third round, I think Fernandez came came back in the third round, but I mean Bleda took her down and she couldn't stop the takedown. That was a big no. problem, you know. And uh, yeah, good win for Bleda. She's still super young. Uh, bloody elbow, pro probably a big fan of that uh, non stoppage by Jaron Falal against <laughs> from Carlos Hernandez because of the elbow, you know, lots of bloody elbow. Oh, but yeah, um, yeah. but um, nah, I, I mean. Blade, I won that fight. I mean, how can you score that for for Fernandez? And I like Fernandez a lot. I think um, I think she's she's pretty decent, but the takedown defense was bad, you know. And yep. uh, it it it, it did her bad in both of her UFC fights, you know, so far. So yeah, maybe she got a third one. You know, the UFC doesn't cut the women that. There's got to be anymore. someone that she could beat, man. There has to be someone that has bad uh wrestling there has i mean to, she's right? a former lfa champion so no, i mean she's not yeah, that bad not she bad, just doesn't yeah. have good take on defense that's yeah. the problem so she'll never be a top 15 fighter but there's still fights she could win at the bottom of the weight sure class. thing <laughs> i like this comment for antoine he says i don't i feel you guys hell yeah i don't want to hear any excuses pick another job yeah i agree all right two more fights left guys so dan or get it uh 
got robbed against Ryan Lawrence. So I'll give my thoughts on this fight. Over, overturned no contest. First off, in the end, yeah, he didn't tap, right? So you, you know, it's it's not it's it's not a legit submission because he didn't tap. But I feel like he was a second away from tapping. I feel like Keith Peterson robbed this kid of the biggest win of his career. I think Keith Peterson robbed him of a fifty thousand dollar bonus for an amazing performance. I think Keith Peterson really fucked this guy over. And I also feel like the UFC, unless they've given him his win bonus and he hasn't talked about it, because I haven't heard anything, and I think feel like it, it would have been reported by now, because I know there's journalists like Alex that you know are pretty close to this guy, and they would have reported it if he got his win bonus. It's like ten thousand dollars probably for the UFC or twelve. Step up and pay this guy's win bonus right now. Like you have to. He got fucking screwed by Keith Peterson, guys. He got screwed, and, and Dominic Cruz was just <laughs> laying into to uh, no nonsense Keith. Keith Pearson over the years has been a good ref, but I feel like he slipped a bit this year, man. He's had some really like subpar performances, and unfortunately, in this sport, you can't really have that happen because you're it's you have to be there and you have to be present in the moment. You have to make split side decisions and you have to make them right and correct. And it feels like he made some bad calls this year, including this one. The guy didn't tap at all. He didn't. It wasn't close to a tap, guys. That's that's really bad. Again, he screwed the guy over a win. He screwed him out of a bonus. Um, a win bonus, performance bonus, everything. Like, four months uh, of that guy's life was poured into his training camp for this just to get this to happen. Terrible. So, you know, if you bet on Ronnie Lawrence, by the way, you got so lucky because he was going to lose. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Ronnie Lawrence, it's a, he's a weird fighter, eh? Like, he can't stop a takedown. He can take you down, but he can't stop one. It's crazy. That's really weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, with Argetta, I thought this was a great performance. I do think they should run it back, Marcel. You have to run it back, in my opinion. And I would, you know what? Even though Dan was the underdog, I would, I would obviously favor him in a rematch. So I think everyone would, to be honest with you. How could you favor, favor Ronnie Lawrence? Tell me about the the refing, because man, we got off to a bad start in this card with the with the officiating. Uh, this was just terrible. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, Keith Peterson, he was like, or Lawrence was about to tap. You know, he was like thinking about it, and then he did it, and then Peterson pulled his hand, and then because he pulled his hand, he pulled it back, Lawrence, and he was like, oh yeah, he tapped. So he broke them up, and I don't, I don't know if you guys go to a commercial break in between the decision and and the and the stoppage, or that you see the background what's happening because we can see the background what's happening. I can't remember. And you saw you saw Keith Peterson talking with Jaron Valal on the on, and he said to uh, to Jaron Valal, he tapped twice, he tapped twice, and then Jaron Valal some said something like said something to him like no, not that, not that, and then he came back in the cage. And he first went to Argetta and he said, I'm sorry, dude, I, I fucked up or something. And then he went to Lawrence. He said, I fucked up. You didn't tap. So he, yeah. and then the the official decision came. So it wasn't, then it was a no contest. And then, then he stormed off out of the octagon, you know? So many people said online, like, he's not even admitting his fault. You know, he's storming out of the octagon, but he actually did when I think a lot of people sure. were in commercial break. So uh, he, he felt bad about it. He knew we fucked up, you know? And I, listen, Peterson, like you said, doesn't have his best year this year. He he made some more, but at least he admitted it. You know, he admitted it and he felt bad about it. So um, I'm not giving him, a, 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 how do you say that? I'm not giving him an easy way off because I think it was a super bad call. And like you said, he clearly cost Argetta his win bonus and maybe even a performance bonus here, you know. But at least he's a ref. He, first, he didn't admit it, but then he apologized and he admitted it. So I respect that, you know. But still, man, I, I feel bad for Agata. And also for Lawrence, you know, at the same time, you know, because, you, I mean, 
in Lawrence's mind, he probably is like, I wasn't going to tab and I would come back. He probably wouldn't. But Kevin May, you, know, you, never, you never know. Exactly. You know, you know? so you before know. I got it's super rough, you know, would, would have been his biggest win of his career. So, uh, yeah. I agree. Okay, a couple comments here. Not Piers, not Piers' greatest night. No, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you can't fight. He took a lot, uh, so yeah. a lot of damage with those ground pound punches. In my opinion, Keith did Ronnie a favor. Yeah, in a way. I don't know why. Ronnie was pissed. He, he told Dan to, like, what do you say? Like, you're a fucker or something? And he was swearing at him afterwards. Uh, Alex reported that too, I think. Um, that's the usual was. There's no way Goddard didn't admit their fault. That's true. That's true. Those guys have huge egos. They wouldn't say that. Maybe Goddard, but no way Herdine would. Uh, it was an absolute bl- a blessing. Cruises on contact. I know, right? It was great. Um, Bob's going to cut, make a room for another Dana Way contender series guy. Probably, most likely. Yeah, I, I can't agree with guy. Knox that I thought Cruz would went light on Peterson as well, by the way. Not yeah, I mean, like, Cruz. I was probably more pissed than he was. You guys were <laughs> Peterson. Would you go after Dominic Cruz with trash talk? No, because I think Cruz would kick his ass. So <laughs> that's the thing with the sport, man. <laughs> Bunch of guys are ass kickers. Say the shock to keep works 290. That's the thing. Like, and again, you know, I really like Aaron Bronster. He's a good friend of mine. Like, I don't, I don't agree with all of his comments about about this fight. I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff he was saying. What but did he say? He, I didn't see it. I, you know, Aaron. He's Aaron. Under he's like he knows the process behind you know the judging and the officiating. I get that he's taking a more like prominent role in understanding that. And I respect that. I just think like he was saying like, well, this could affect his future working assignments. Honestly, guys, I doubt it. I, he'll probably work the next event. He'll probably work yeah. the Strickland Magomedov event. I don't see why he wouldn't. Maybe and I'm wrong. And I'd rather see Peterson than Valella Toyoni. So. Yeah, that's true or whatever. So, like, that's the thing. Like, the, the pool of refs is so sl- shallow anyways in the sport, right? Like, it, there's not many good refs. He's had a huge fuck-up. I still think he's a pretty good ref, but mm-hmm. bad night for him. And this was a really, really big fuck-up. I, like I said, I think if the UFC pays Dan, the win bonus, you know, all can be forgot, forgiven a bit. Right, because you never know if he would have got that performance bonus, but you gotta give that kid his win bonus. You have to. Yeah. And then, nice anyways, uh, the first fight of the night, Modestus Bukowskis wins a Yams decision over Zach Pauga. I didn't agree with it, guys. I thought I picked Bukowskis by decision. I thought Zach won the first and third round, or sorry, the first and second round. I think it was. Uh, was that? I can't remember now. You know, no, sorry, sorry, guys. The second and third round. First round I gave to Modestus, then the, and it was close too. But the other two, I Zach definitely won the second round. I don't know how Anthony Manis scored. All three rounds for for Modestus. How how do you get the second round to him when he got rocked so bad by Zach? This was a low key robbery, honestly. Zach should have won the fight. Um, I thought he won at least two of the rounds, guys, if not three. So he he should have had to win this fight. Would do you agree with me? I don't agree that it was a robbery. I think it was a close fight. I definitely think um, uh, Zach Pauga won the second round. I gave the first to Modestus, and I think the third round was a toss up. In my opinion, it wasn't clear. So, I would have been good if Paul got one 29-28. Would have been good if Modestus won 29-28. That's how I yeah, but that 3 27 is so bad. That, that's so really, bad. yeah, of course, that's bad. That's as again, bad that's, as that the fourth round from a Fatori. That's as bad. Yeah, and that's that judge that gave 3-27 to Jeff Bellina over Jean-Gus which was, in my opinion, one of the worst scorecards of all time. Just horrible. Remember, yes, Molina, what, what, remember Molina walking away when it's just the, uh, Anthony Manor scored a fight 30 27, and he's walking away. I know. The, the the gym, it's so classic, huh? eh? It's a classic <laughs> reaction. He just starts jumping around. Classic. He probably bet on himself in that fight, too, <laughs> knowing him. That's before they banned the betting. Uh, who do you guys think is the best ref? Jason Herzog? Maybe. I mean, Jason Herzog's a, a great ref. And and he's a guy that will go on Twitter and explain himself. Unlike the rest of these wimps, they just hide behind the commission. 
not all of them. Like obviously Goddard's also prominent on Twitter. I'm just saying, yeah, Goddard's a good ref. I think he's good. I, I think he's good. What's your favorite ref? If you have to, if you say I, three favorite refs, Jason Herzog for sure. Um, I said Jason Herzog, Mark Goddard, and Mike Beltron. Mike Beltron for sure. Although he did fuck up that fight with Priscilla Cachoeira and Gina Mazzani. Yeah, I that agree. Was, that was like his worst performance. But he's by the way now. By the way, thinking back about that, he did great stuff. Pretty awesome, right? <laughs> Gina getting her face caved in. Like, what a jerk she is, eh? For what she did to Tim Elliott um, yeah. and Kevin Kroom. We all know about that. Um, those two, I would for sure. I agree with you. And then the third one, I don't know if I put Carter there. Um, can't put her Dean there anymore. Uh, okay, I like uh, Rosenthal back in the day, but he was pretty good. Yeah, and we got caught up with like a big weed thing. Right? Yeah. He got busted for weed. He was actually a good ref, although. I think he was high as hell when he did that Munoz Chris Weidman fight. Because remember how late, remember how late that stoppage was? Holy crap! Yeah. People were like making the joke like this guy was so stoned after that. Um, I'm trying to think. Remember that there was been like some refs over the years that were good and they got they left. There's so many refs that sucked though and left like Yamasaki, Kim Winslow, Mazagotti, um, and then there's another guy, uh, Leon Ro- Leon Roberts. Leon remember Roberts, he did yeah. that fight? Was it Jose Aldo and Peter Yon? And it was a member in Abu Dhabi that the, the fifth yeah. round got his head kicked, and just his face getting smashed, elbows. He never, I don't think he's ever ref since then, has he? I don't, I don't remember. Um, Kevin Mohal, he, he's not refing now. He's the guy that did, did he? No, Kevin McDonald's the guy that did the fight with uh, uh, Ion Kutalaba, and uh, I can't remember, um, what's his name? Um, oh, um, oh, Magomed Ankalaev, right? Ankalaev, yeah, yeah, that was bad. That's the thing, we're we keep talking, we're like, who's the best ref? We're just thinking all these guys that aren't good, like. The pool is so shallow. I'm just trying to think. Like, there's got to be someone else I'm forgetting. Give me one sec. I, I gotta, I gotta think about this. Um, I want to answer the question. I, I really do. I, I picked two. I do think I have two really good ones in uh, Herzog and uh, what's his name? Albuquerque. <laughs> Mike Bell. Yeah, I'm trying to think right now. Okay, so yeah. Jacob Mark Mark Smith. No, I couldn't put Mark Smith there. No, Can't put Tyone. Can't put Peterson. I don't think I could put Kerry Hatley either. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to look at some other guys here, Marcel. Um, you know what? Frank Trigg's actually a good ref. I'm going to give Frank some credit here. Um, right. He hasn't done a ton of UFC fights, but when they do go to California, he does them. Twinkle he's pose. actually a good ref. He's a good ref, Marcel. I think he's really good. Yeah, Trigg, I agree. Trigg's actually pretty good. Um, Chris Lieben, I think, does some refing as well. Um I'm just trying to look as well. I, oh yeah, I mean he doesn't ref anymore. But I thought Big John was a great ref too. I th- I really do. Um, I thought he was one of the better refs. Because I'm looking at like the top 20 list right now. It's not that great, man. Um, you have a lot of refs that just aren't aren't that great. Um, anyways, yeah, start, getting a bit too much into this, but uh, here's a. I just found like an article with a bunch of refs, so I'll throw it in the chat. I was never a big fan of the Canadian guy. What's his name? Yeah, Yves Levine. Levine. The thing with Yves Levine, I always had something like, if you're a grappler, a grappler you're fucked because he always stood up the grapplers. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. And the refs, the ref things change over the years. I, you know, I, I don't think he was terrible. I used to. <laughs> no, he UFC, wasn't terrible. The UFC video game back in the day. I feel like he always ref my fights in the game. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right, yeah. So let's let's uh, let's finish that discussion, Marcel. I mean, overall, UFC Vegas seventy five good card. Let's switch our gears, Marcel. The Bellator two ninety seven. We'll just recap it really fast. Main event: uh, Vadim Nemkov defeats Joel Romero. Marcel, I mean, it, the fight was not really that close. Any thoughts at all? I agree. What's the weird narrative that that Bellator has about a two hundred five division in the Where UFC? Where did this come from all of a sudden? And like, I don't agree with it at all. Do you? Coker said it. 
Um, I don't. I don't agree with it. All the guys that work for Bellator and like I get it, they work for Bellator, right? So they have to say it. But like, I don't agree with this dude. I mean, he's a good fighter, but like, you beat oh, yes. an aging Corey Anderson and, and Romero. He did beat Ryan Bader, which was a nice win. But like, I don't know, man. I don't think so. What do you think? No, definitely not. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I think Chris uh, Chris de Santiago. He's, he uh, he tweeted about it that that he agreed, and I was like, would you favor? Namkov against Yuri Prohaska rematch and no. Ankalaev. I would, I, I would personally don't. He, he said I would, I wouldn't. I, I'd pick but, Jamal Hill to beat him too. I would also pick Ankalaev to beat him as well. So I'd pick at least three guys right now. Hill, but yeah, Ankalaev and Prohaska definitely, yeah. I think he'll beat them too, dude. Hill's really good. To be honest with you, I think Jan Bolhovitz gives him a good fight too. There's like at least, yeah, there's I, at least. I, I like Hill, but I'm not still not convinced him as a champion. So I don't know. Bro, he beat Glover, and he, he like did so well against Glover, man. I mean, he he did go on the ground too. That's why I think he's legit. But he he's definitely legit. But is he better than Yuri? Is he better than Ankalaev? I don't know. Not sure. Not sure. But I, no, I'm not saying he's better than those guys. But I do think he's better than Vadim Yemkov. Vadim Yemkov yeah, is a pretty awesome. good fighter. I don't think he's I don't think he's elite. You know, like he's elite in the sense that he's yeah he's top ten in the world. Okay, so I shouldn't say that, but I just think he's not in that upper echelon of the elites, in my opinion. Anyways, I don't agree with it. He's still a good fighter, but yeah. Oh, he died. Chris Lencioni. He, he passed. He passed away. No, no way. No, no. I don't think he passed away. He had he had cardiac arrest. I think that would happen. I know. I saw something about him. Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on. He. Oh, they just confirmed it. Now the family's confirmed it. Okay, okay. I think something came up. Uh, there's an update to it here. Oh, they put a GoFundMe. Yeah, that's really sad. I hope he. I. I. I really hope that he pulls through here. Um, I'm reading the article on on Junkie. It says he's scheduled to fight James Gallagher, or the matchup figures to be put in jeopardy. Yeah, he's not fucking fighting that fight, guys. Like, this dude's fighting for his life. He is not fighting in two months at all. Mm -hmm. I, I really hope he pulls through, man. I really do. It's really sad what happened. Like I, Nemkov, Corey trolled you probably. Yeah, we'll just get into the rest of the fights here. Um, well, yeah, I got, we'll, we'll actually I just skip the Comey event, but yeah, Sergio Pettis looked great, man. Won every round, basically. It's a Juso Pippo Marcel. You know who just cut a lot of weight to make this division, and you should go back to one forty-five. Yeah, Pettis is really underrated. He has some really good wins on his resume now. Like he has a win over Pitbull. He has a win over Benavides. He has a win over Horiguchi, Archuleta. Like uh, there's some other guys he had some good wins over. So Sergio Pettis is a guy that's underrated, man, and, and he's a very, very good fighter. He's won six straight fights. Um, yeah, I mean, he's really good. I, I'm curious to see how this fight with Patchy Mix goes. I think Mix will be favored, right? Mix is fucking great, but after seeing did this you, fight, man... Did you saw the height difference, man? What did it spread off? Well, well, Mix was taller, right? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he makes 135. He's a big dude. Obviously, he's going to try to grapple in this fight, and Pettis is going to try to, um, you know, stand. I, I, Yeah, the size might be a problem, but, man, I think Pettis, you know, the striking's obviously better, so, like, overall... Um, Corey Anderson defeats Phil Davis by split decision. Did you think Corey won the fight? I don't know if you saw it. Did you, did you think he won or close fight, man? But wasn't really bothered with it, to be really honest. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't a special fight, in my opinion. Corey won. He's a good fighter. I guess they do the trilogy because who else is going to fight for the belt, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Gokham Sarakan, he, he won over Daniel James, upset in uh, or no, it wasn't upset actually, was it? I think he was maybe favored, but I thought James would pull through in Chicago, but just couldn't get the job done. Couple other fights in this Gadzi Rabbit and I've got Marcel. I don't think he looked great. He won his fight, but he he got real tired at the end of the fight. He got real tired. Oh, Ramazan. Yeah, he did. Ramazan Kramagomedov, uh, for UFC fighter. I don't even know if he actually fought in the UFC. They saw no, him. he didn't. Yeah, he they fought contender. 
he fought Jordan Williams. I think I think he won that fight, didn't he? Against Jordan, or he won, and Dana didn't want to sign him because he thought Jordan won, and then he got a late uh, late replacement opportunity, yeah. and got injured and got cut or something. I don't know exactly. Yeah, that's right. So this was amazing, Nako guys. If you didn't see it, check it out. It was fucking awesome. Great Nako. Also, this guy Norbert Novenny Jr. Marcel, the they call him Magic Norbert or something. What's his nickname? Yeah, uh, yeah. dude. Norbert is good. What a knockout. He's a good young prospect. He looked great. Archie Coglin got a nice win over Manuel Sanchez. Jordan Newman got the submission. Cody Law. And then there was a I to be honest, so the card started like an hour late because some like they didn't have the ambulance there at the arena, which is just so Bellator. Yeah. I completely forgot after the last fight was over with Nepov and Romero. I was so tired. I'm like, I'm going to bed. I forgot there were still uh, the postlands. <laughs> so I didn't see them, but I heard the Mike Hamill fight was great and he won that fight. Yeah. You saw the fight? Was it good? I heard it was good. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. But I heard um, it was a good fight. I heard, yeah. I heard, yeah. Um that Vladimir Guave guy got another quick knockout. Kyle Crutchford knocked out Bobby Nash. That's not I've a good I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Carl Moore is pretty underrated, man. He's on a nice roll. He got a win here over Pleasy. And then this uh Timur Kizriev guy defeated uh Richie Small and former UFC fighter. So yeah, I I did check out the main card and some of the prelims, but I missed uh, those postlands, um, which again is so so Bellator they would do that. Yeah, five postlets. I didn't see any of them. Uh, yeah, Corey, yeah, I mean, Corey, Corey won the fight, guys. Like, I think most people scored for him. Just saying, I'm still looking in the chat. I thought, I thought it was pretty competitive, you know, but it doesn't matter. Corey got the win, and he probably should get that trilogy fight because, again, he won that first fight, man. And he's, he's, he played himself, they, they say, right? He's like, yeah. hey, I, I accidentally, you know, head or clashed heads with the guy. Frank Trigg was the ref, and Frank's like, okay, I got to like, take look at the replay or whatever kind of I, I never know about these postlands man it's like when you're not and she keeps sucking you know what i mean it's just like weird you know i forgot about, i i they're just like back in the old days of mma it made sense but not anymore it's like it's like uh, just just make sure you have enough time before <laughs> the main card start you know i know okay so let's go to pfl really fast as well marcel i did check out some of the pfl card pfl5 um, Anti Delia defeats Maurice Green, won that fight, uh, but he needed a finish and he couldn't get it, so he's out of the tournament now as the winner last year. So another winner didn't make it through. Russ Pacheco, quick knock on whatever Amber Lebrock, like that fight, you know, again, mismatch. Hannah Ferreira defeats uh, Matias Shuffle by knockout, big win there for him. Uh, Biagio Ali Walsh, I, I think he's still an amateur. Uh, yeah, it was an amateur fight. I, that shouldn't be in the main card if it's an amateur fight. I really, why does he just go pro at this point? Go pro, dude. Anyways, uh, Aspen Lad got she needed to finish Marcel got with three seconds left. Very impressive. By the way, she made a hundred thousand. Aspen Lad's making good money in in uh, PFL. She's <laughs> making real good money. I don't know if you saw that. Um, Dan Skoltov really fast knocker over Jorgen DeCastro. He's on a fifty and fifty deal as well, so he's making good money there. Good for him. Uh, Marina Mokteria Mok That's a tough one to pronounce. Uh, she missed weight. <laughs> Did she miss weight? Was it her? I can't remember, dude. I can't remember. Someone missed weight in that fight, and they lost a point. Um, but yeah, she got the win. I think she moved on. Julia Bai got a win. She moved on. Marcelo Nunez knocked out Danilo Marquez. Uh, Olena Kolesnik won. Jordan. Oh, Jordan Hyman got a win from Meltzer Fighter, and then Sai Pinson. So overall, I mean, like it was it wasn't a great card. <laughs> there were some nice knockouts on the main card, at least. But I mean, overall, I mean, some of these guys like are not, you know. Not great I, like like I said before to you, man. Why the fuck would you put heavyweight with women? Uh, lightweight. Uh, who who decided that? Uh, like who yeah. decided that? that they keep doing that insane. every time. Ugh, yeah. Stupid. Yeah, it was. I don't think it was one of their better PFL cards. I do watch most of their cards. It, it wasn't the best one. Um, 
anyways, uh, a couple other comments here. How'd you guys feel? Oh, yeah, this is a great question. How'd you guys feel with Jones and Francis facing off? Yeah, it sucks the fight's not going to happen, right? But it was a cool face-off. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm a mistake. Lad and Bud both missed the yeah. players. Oh, yeah, shit. They need finishes, eh? Okay, so, yeah, my, my apologies. The structure is that they need finishes. So, uh, wait, I thought I thought Lad I thought Lad made it. I thought she did no. make it. No, no, no. Really? Oh, shit. She, she needed a round earlier to finish, I think, to make it. Oh, really? Oh, fuck. My, my apologies. Yes, I see it now. Oh, yeah, so she tied with the, Ale all, the uh, Elena girl, but she had... She had two uh, two wins, and uh, right. Aspen only had the one. Okay, so, okay, yeah. Man, that sucks because I think that girl missed weight at one point, too, if I'm not mistaken, and still made it through because of the way they do it with, you know, if you get two wins over one. My, my way, apologies. I, I still understand really, their structure sometimes. Go ahead. If they really want to validate this tournament, by the way, fucking hell, drew, drew the names and uh, draw the names in the hat and pick from yeah. there, you know, because they're pretty much trying to – they're handpicking the fights. Yeah, they they handpicking the fights, and they want to make sure that certain guys. And I understand it, you know, one 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 guys are better draws than others, you know. But that's weird, you know. You, you see clearly who they want to win, and it doesn't always work, you know. But yeah, you know what I mean. I do. I do. All right, just uh, yeah, she did. She did be in the tie. We're looking at right now. See, that's the thing. Elena missed weight in her last fight by one point, right? That to me should disqualify you completely from the tournament. I think. I don't think you should get any points. I think that's what they did in the first season, didn't they? Like, you don't get points. You yeah. can still get your money. You don't get points, get yeah. Now they ch they changed it now. I don't like that. I, I don't like that, man. My brother's friend, Bayron Zucker, fights on PFL this weekend. He's probably a big favorite, but easy bet. Yeah, that guy's pretty good. Um, I didn't know that was your brother's friend. That's cool. Would you prefer to, uh, the opponent for Degano, Ferreira or Goldsov? Um, probably Ferreira, I, I would say. But Gold yeah. they're both interesting. You know, they're both interesting. Anyways, let's, let's end this podcast more salt. Let's get out of here. Um... We're going to go start a new one here, guys, any second now for UFC uh, Jacksonville preview. Anything else you want to say, Marcel? We're going to end the uh, UFC Vegas 75 preview. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's answer Marcus's question. I don't, he didn't listen today, but I don't think I don't think he's in the chat. But he always asks us, what's, who's stock dropped the most? It's got to be Marvin, right? It has to be, right? I think not only Marvin. I would say Marvin, also Christian Leroy Duncan. I know you weren't high on him, but a lot of people were, you know, but – yeah, it got to be Marvin, you know. Uh, and maybe for some people, even Armand Sarukian, but those people are kind of crazy in my opinion. But um, Marvin Vittori, yeah, it's the most makes most sense. I'm with you. you I'm people, with you. Say Armin, even though he. Yeah, because he got rocked. Yeah. I don't agree with it. You know, you're lacking, by the way. I don't I didn't hear you anymore. But, We're starting uh, to pop. Podcast in one sec. Talk to you guys. 